This is the podcast where we take our guests through the quicks, their retail habits, from the best of the bargains to the times of being completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vic Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional comedian. Alongside me once again is the man, literally fives of people demanded on every episode. It is the legend that is Stroud's biggest name, Paul Watson. Hi. Is that true? What? Five people. Literally over five people. Over five people. When you had your little semi-hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> over five people who are not related to me. Or is that I- take it down to like three... I didn't ask and how many of those might, Yeah, some of them might have been my fake accounts just saying, get him back on, <laughs> he all, needs it, he needs this. <laughs> but yeah, here we are again, we are. back in the studio. Yeah. It's like no time has passed at all. Depends. <laughs> Depends on when this airs. <laughs> <laughs> what how have you been? What what's what's your news? Well, I'm off to Mongolia. So that's news. Sure, that is pretty that's that's pretty headline news. Uh, I'm off next week for just for like four days to watch their World Cup qualifier against Afghanistan football. I didn't know Mongolia qualified for the World Cup. Oh, no, they won't. That's the whole thing. This is the first qualifying round of like the whole lot. So they are really unlikely to do it. What kind of goal scores do you get? What the... Oh, no, they won't be thrashed. Like there will be teams that get thrashed, but no, they'll, they'll probably lose quite narrowly. I sound really negative, but like I really want them to win. So I feel like I'm covering myself but not getting my hopes up. So you're still, you're spending great deals of money to go and support them believe in in your heart that they're probably not going to make well it. i am is this good i'm a guest of honor good spending I'm a, I'm a guest because i i'm a guest of the football federation because i used to own a football club in mongolia which again ah. if anyone on this podcast if you're listening to this that's not a sensible use of money do not take charge of a football club in mongolia it will unexpectedly drain money out of your pocket are you still paying for that no not, of whimsy. <laughs> not anymore no I, I did eventually <laughs> sever myself from that but yeah so uh seven years later i've been invited back to to watch the world cup oh well, that is that is good fun i don't think i've got any news akin to that i am going on a holiday but it is the cheapest holiday that i could stand based on the TripAdvisor ratings okay so, and what uh, that can i should i guess where it is we'll probably get into that later it's not benedorm it's a, it's a, it's a solid it's a solid resort it's just the the quality of the hotel that is in question <laughs> God. people have rated it five and one in the last six weeks because i've been on the page every day but, but- people always <laughs> people always go five or one isn't it isn't it like because people are so emotional that fives are easy to get one very few people like step back because i've got to post a review that's measured and gives this yeah. like four stars or three stars i just had a fine time i'm gonna do some administration about it after the event yeah apparently the hotel has not enough meat dishes on the menu and too many so uh yeah i can't wait to report back but anyway we've got a guest who's waiting to join the chat yeah i've, I've sort of just been sat here thinking um well I've, I've so i've just bought a mongolian football club and now i'm feeling pretty worried about my purchase after yeah. hearing that um it's not a good idea that's right. Comedian, actor, <laughs> the latest owner of the Mongolian Football Club and a successful podcaster, it's Ian Smith. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> good, good, good. I mean, like, don't don't take my con- my comments out of context. You know, obviously, yeah. for me, it was a bad purchase. I'm sure for others, it's, it's uh, a very sensible purchase. Okay, um, yeah. Well, I believe in the boys. I think we're going to absolutely smash the... Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, the Premier League. This is basically, this is the interview I gave when I first arrived there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, are you free? You're in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can read all about it in Paul's book, if you want a bit of uh, 
bit of an insight into what yeah. you could expect as the Mongolian football coach. Mm. Anyway, on the subject of uh, decisions, what's the best deal you've ever got, Ian? Okay, um, so I was thinking about this. And so I, I really hate spending money. I guess I never felt like I've had like a lot of money. So I hate, um, I just sort of try and bunch it up like a sort of squirrel. Um, I, yeah, I keep a lot of it in my mouth. Um, <laughs> but um, so one thing that stuck in my head. So during lockdown, um, I was staying with my family again. Because um, another good decision I made was to have no place in London. I thought I was going to be away in Australia for like four months. So I was like, right, I'll make my London accommodation end and then I can save lots of money, not doubling up rent and expenses. And then a month into that, the pandemic happened. I was like, oh, well, I just have no house now. Um, so I went back home and I found a nearly complete Pokemon card collection from um, the, I'm, I'm sure you know, the base set, the jungle set, the fossil set and the team rocket sets. Um so I just needed a couple of cards to finish it off. So um, I bought a battered, like horrible condition Charizard hologram for £20, which on the surface looks shit. It's like a bad condition card. But that made the sets complete. And then I sold my sets for like over £1,000 um, for, for a bit of extra money. So, so I sort of went from... This isn't really valuable without that card. Let's have this awful one. And that was enough to be able to sell them as like complete sets. So I think I made like like a £900 profit probably by getting that one card. Wow. How but, much did the original collection cost? I can't Oh, yeah. yeah. Who knows? But that was when I was a kid and it almost doesn't count. Yeah, that's I imagine that would have just been my parents occasionally placating me with Pokemon cards. <laughs> so I don't know how much I invested personally in that. So it's almost like free money, really. Yeah, so if you've got an incomplete collection, <laughs> take Ian's advice, buy a, yeah, yeah. a shit one to complete yeah. it. Get yourself, get yourself on eBay. Go search for the cards. Search heavy played. And then you get the rough ones. And some of them are like, you look at them and go, oh, well, that, that's been through a washing machine. That's just not visible at all. But um, some Five of packs. them, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, some of them just got like a big old crease in them. And stuff like that. But still t worth 20 quid. So it's if people are yeah, out yeah. there hoarding these cards. It was the same with computer games. I sold a load of Nintendo DS ones. Mm. And fortunately, I looked at the prices. I needed to know what the shortfall was between these games and my Edinburgh Fringe combination. And the ones that were complete with their booklets were worth 80, 90 pounds. The ones yeah, without yeah. were a tenner. But you could buy the booklet separately for about a tenner mm. and then raise the price of your, your yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Wild. It is weird, ball. isn't it? What I find, <laughs> the idea of collecting's always intrigued me. Like, mm. what are people getting out of collecting? I get more with the Pokemons. That mm. It's like something to look at, you flick through it. I get that, kind of, it's like having a book. But with the games, it's a weird thought that people are collecting these, but they need the booklets in the games for what? Like, yeah. Because you wouldn't even mm. see them when they're like stacked up against a... Right. I don't get it. I, I had to do weird. stupid stuff like hold the cartridge up to a bright light so they could look at the fil like the filament inside. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I felt like I was being trolled at times. I'm not a natural eBay user. I was very suspicious. So people like put yeah, it on a pizza, yeah. all right, yeah. if you want. <laughs> but then it must be hard for you selling that Pokemon collection, right? Because it was a thing that you actually. Yeah, it's quite cool to kind of like see it. But yeah, I was just thinking, what what would I do with this? But um, yeah, some of the money around like that stuff. 
Yeah, the card I bought for £20, if you have like a mint condition, first edition version of that, then it's like people sell it for like over 100 grand. What? It's just worth so much. What? Over... Yeah, if you, I think pounds. the most expensive. No. So I looked into all this kind of stuff. So like, there's different things on a Pokemon card that like you can get a shadowless one. So when they first come out, the design around the like little rims of stuff didn't have like a kind of shadow design on. So if you had a shadowless first edition of the card I bought for twenty pounds, and it's like you grade them like one to ten when you kind of put them in like these plastic covers and stuff. So a ten out of ten. Yeah, it has sold for like $200,000. Like it's like one of the most expensive. But there are cards worth more than that. Adults like buy Pokemon cards now because in, in some packs, it's it's basically like gambling that you, you spend like, say, £5 on a pack of Pokemon cards. There was some ages ago that um, that if you opened it and there's like a particular card that if you get it, you're like, okay, well, that's £200 straight, straight away, away, done. It's like a but, scratch card. Yeah, yeah it basically, a bit of it's like it's kind of what what they are. Like you're dealing with like the odds of like the rarest cards are worth the most money. You can have this as like a job, basically. If you have the expendable money, you would buy like fifty of the boxes that a shop would order with like thirty two packs of cards, sit on them for ten years, um, and then they're probably like triple, quadruple in value because like they're not around anymore and they're out of print. And you can then just buy them, knowing that everyone, everything in there that unopened is mint condition. So, <laughs> oh, your face is mm. nice. It's, crazy. But it's, it's so mad. But people, if they have the expendable income to go like these boxes of like thirty cards, are like a hundred pounds each. I'll buy 10 of them. Yeah. That's like a grand. I'll put them, put them mm. in my spare room. It's fine. Never need to yeah. look at them. Yeah, I guess that's that's where that is a bit of a worry, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. But it, it was, it's like, I feel like it's a guaranteed, probably like double, quadruple your money if you wait. Like however much it, you spend, yeah. you, I, I'd say 100%. Worst case now, you get back. But um, yeah, probably just, if you had the money, just triple, quadruple your money. That's just, that sound, there's <laughs> so, the sound so of our hard. producer putting a box of Pokemon cards into his basket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're very suggestible I'm, I'm just, on this podcast. Just, yeah, I'm just thinking about me, though, going out trying to like buy something or like going out for a meal and be like, do you take uh, future Pokemon cards? Yeah. You know, like, it's like, where's, where's your money? Oh, it's all in Pokemon at the moment. It's in Pokemon cards. Yeah. yeah. So you get a mortgage these days. Yeah. <laughs> Show me Pokemon cards. <laughs> I'd, I'd take that. I want to talk about something that you have to buy but you absolutely resent mm. buying. So that could be a one-off purchase subscription. It's, it's up to you. Yeah, um, well I feel these, like you're ready for this. Yeah, these come up. I, was, I had to buy some <laughs> recently. Ink cartridges. Oh. Why are they like £40 for a bit of ink? It's mad how much yeah. an ink cartridge is. The printers don't even cost that much. I, I would actually it's add a, the yeah. whole printer thing. Yeah. No one has a general. printer that will just do what you tell it to do without making a huge performance mm. out of it. And then, like you say, it runs out of ink three weeks later and you're like, what yeah, are you yeah. doing? Like, what are you doing? And you have to have colour and dark just to Even print if it's black and black white. And white. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the Cyan. biggest scam, isn't it? Like, yeah. They also, the printer that I got, they say it comes with um, cartridges, but they're not full cartridges. They're just for you to be able to test stuff. And you're like, whack a full cartridge in it, you oh. maniac. Oh. What are you on about? Oh, we've just put a little bit of ink in here. 
just up the price and put a full ink in. Yeah, it's like yeah, giving you a hire car with like a tiny bit of petrol yeah, in the tank. Yeah. I was just so you can test it down the road. It's like they'll get you to a petrol on. station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come this on now. is exactly the right man yeah. to get you to a petrol oh, that's, station. Yeah, that's shitty. No, are you, no. But you print in a lot of stuff at home. I guess. Yeah, I do print out like my like occasional scripts for castings, and if I'm doing like the news quiz or any kind of topical thing, I print out all my gags. Um, you mean it's not completely improvised on the spot? No. Um, uh, no most of it I is. I can't carry on. <laughs> I just write improv on a bit of paper and print it out um, every time. Political satire. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I just... And then my last printer I got... They, people just make ink cartridges for cheaper and they're like, this will work in this... Computer. It's a knockoff it's the same industry shape. of print cartridges. But then your printer is a grass, and like you put them in, and, <laughs> and your printer's like, these don't look like Epson printer cartridges. Do you still want to go ahead? Like, of course I do. <laughs> like, do you want me to call Epson just to check? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. They've sent a report. They know you're on, you're on the radar. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, yeah, these are half the price of Epson's ones. Why do you think people are going to do this to you? Um, but it just kicks up a fuss about. Oh, it's like it's ink. Yeah. What are you talking and about? You're working in my house now, Prince. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're on the yeah. we're on the Tesco Value Beans now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Living Crisis Printer. So I'm eating Tesco me. Value Beans. You're having the cheaper ink. All right, you're not yeah. eating better than me. This is yeah, right. And the initial <laughs> the initial page a printer puts out I've said this before, I think it's pathetic. The bit where it's like, can you can you just do one page? Because I don't know if I can do it right. And you've got to like see if it can print in a straight line. And every time I've done that, I'm like, yeah, you've nailed it. It's never just going like, whoa, whoa. Like, to, I don't know what I'm doing. You have to tap it on the back and say, well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah my, my one freaks out about the paper size. It's, it always says paper size, What confirm paper size. I'm like, A4. It's the size you've printed every single thing yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. printed in my life on. It's the size Just, of the slot in your body. Yeah. That's, that's all you can fit in you. I'm, I'm not getting fancy here. This is A4, like it has been the other hundred. And yeah, yeah every yeah. time it'll pop up and go, please nominate paper size. It's like, guess. Yeah, what, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Take a punt on it. Yeah, Come on, with AI now, can they not tell what paper right. size is in them? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Printers are pathetic, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> Yeah, as you said, it's, yeah. so, it's so whiny. I'd respect mm. it more if it was just like paper jam or if it just blew up on me. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. don't be pathetic, just print it. I Also, one of my last printers, um, for an Edinburgh show poster, I wanted to scan my face with my eyes open, ideally. Um, and I put like a kind of black sheet over my head. On, so yeah. it, re it really like blacked out and it was just my face. But I was never quite happy with it. So I, I'd say I scanned my face over 50 times. Um, and then I it used to be a bit of a hypochondriac, but I got, um, my head was hurting quite a lot and it lasted for like a couple of weeks. Um, and my eyes felt quite sore. So I had to go to the opticians. I just got like a regular checkup, which is like, I do a checkup anyway, but also um, eyes are a bit sore at the minute. And you're like, oh, anything you think's causing? I'm like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I scanned my face with my eyes open 50 times. And she she was laughing at me and going, I don't. It's not going to do any permanent damage. You don't need to worry. But like, yeah, I feel pretty stupid for telling you that. Um, yeah. Oh. Ah. Uh, so printers in general. Uh, I'm not. You see, I was really with you, and then when you said that, I'm a little bit less against the printer for that. I mean, oh, I don't yeah, know what you wanted it to do on that one. Yeah, yeah. 
in, in its defence, I'll yeah, really defend yeah. the printer, but it's it's not what it's for. Yeah, I'd but. agree with that. <laughs> but it's good fun scanning your face. And other things, apparently, mm. according to office party folklore. It seems to go arse, breasts, penis yeah, but in mm. terms of the most scanned body That's parts. Hierarchy. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. can I just now quickly tell you, because um, it sort of links to penises. So a, a video of mine on Instagram, <laughs> it's the first time, like, a video's got over half half a million views now, and that's never happened to me before. Um, so now I've got a message from Magnum Condoms UK. I'm just saying, <laughs> hi, Ian, hope you're doing good. We love your vibe. And would love to send you a special package filled with some of our special products. If you're interested, please let us know the best address to send them oh to. Oh my God. If you click through, what, what products are they talking about? Well, they haven't said, but I think I'm going to say, yeah, send them to this address. You've got to as a comedian. But it's just um, Magnum uh, specifically, um, like extra large condoms. Oh, well, that's um, a ni- that is a nice compliment. Yeah. And worst case scenario, a pair of gloves in it. <laughs> <laughs> Weird pair of mittens <laughs> that I can make with them. A hairnet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hat. Yeah. Like shower cap. I, I think I have to say yes. What's What's the context of the video? Um, it's just a stand-up video. It's not comedian roast tackler, is it? No, no. And um, it's not even remotely <laughs> sexual. It's about um, the dictionary. Did you have to check just to make sure your flies were done up in it? What oh, maybe they I know? should look back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a waste-up video. Oh, yeah, yeah, sort of relevant. Next question then: Who social media thinks you are? So it's someone who wears extra large condoms. Yeah, we've got that tick. Yeah, that and someone who wants to compete in Tough Mudder, um, <laughs> but specifically the bit where you get electrocuted. I've seen this advert. I reckon I clicked on it once, and now they won't stop. But it's the bit where um, a bit where you're crawling in like wet mud, and then there's loads of like electric bits hanging down. That if they touch you, you get a little electric shock. And there's one that's like a big long rolling pin with like electric stuff on. So you got to get under it, but then it's like on your back. So you got to crawl as it's just like jabbing your back. There's not enough yeah. sponsorship in the world for that. See, I got, I had a period of getting tough murder ads like that, mm. and it was a bit like when you get those army ones, and it's just like, look at this horrific situation. It could be you. You yeah, could be in yeah. this. It's <laughs> like, what makes you think I want to do any of this? Like, it's yeah. the same with tough murder. I was like. It just looks horrible. Mm. I, don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'll it's grim. To, I'll, I'll yeah. to someone else to do it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like, I mean, I, I've got friends who've done Tough Mudders, but they, I'd say 90% of people doing them look insufferable in the advert. <laughs> There's an American guy who, he goes to touch the electric thing and gets a shock and then goes like, ah, woo! And oh. then oh. starts going, so he's just like whooping in a very confident way. Like, um, like he wants oh, the pain no. kind of thing. Yeah, I'd say every day for two weeks now I get that advert. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm skimming through people's Instagram stories, just procrastinating. And then you skip and the next one is that Tough Mudder one. And then you're like, wow, now I've, now I've watched it again. Now I've seen it. <laughs> and instead of like getting rid of it, you just like, ah, skip, skip, skip yeah. through it. It's a bit like a free part thing. But as far as they're concerned, like, he's watched it again. We don't even want him lead. to do it. But yeah. It's just, yeah. It's a warm lead. We have had people say keep, that, though. Keep hitting <laughs> so they think you're a tough mudder. Mm, I don't think I am. No. Do I'm you just a regular any... guy with an yeah. obscenely large penis just trying to live his life. <laughs> <laughs> Things that the people buy. Mm. We talked about kids. 
people having kids seems expensive to me. Uh, what do people spend money on that absolutely bemuses you that you can't understand? Right, okay. I've, <laughs> I've written a few options here. There's stuff that I can understand, but it just feels expensive. So the minute I'm trying to buy some like rugs for a new flat and even like on Ikea, like, you know, your basic rug, it's like a hundred pounds for a rug, but I can't say I don't understand that because I want a rug. Yeah. Um, and that's the same for plants, a Levi's jeans and <laughs> is it Aesop or Aesop? People say different oh, stuff. Oh, the fancy, fancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hand like, wash, it smells amazing. Yeah. Like, so again, I'm like, I understand that. I, I like them, but I, I once stayed at a friend's house for a while when they were out and wanted to replace their soap. And and it was one from Aesop, 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 where it was, and went into there and they don't have the price on anything. And then got this like hand soap and they said, okay, that's £45. And uh, out loud, I just went, fuck me. <laughs> and, um, you got to think smaller. Yeah. And they were like, oh, do you still want it? I'm like, yeah, but... Fucking hell. I, was, I couldn't stop myself being a bit of a dick business and going like, you guys should be fucking ashamed yeah. of yourself. How do you sleep at night? Why aren't yeah, you incredulous yeah. giving me that I'll price? I'll put your prices on at least. Yeah, that thing people. of not picking the price on is one of my biggest pet peeves. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I will have to discover the price at some point. If you Why don't you just ask, tell me what it is? Or... Yeah, well, yeah. That, that maybe is the rule. And, and like... they come around in those places. When you go in, they come and go, can we help you with anything? And you're like, right. One, no, not really, because it's just soap. I'm looking at soap, and I'm not a moron. Be like, ah, how do I pick up the soap and bring it to you? To well, it's slippery, notoriously. Yeah. <laughs> but then the second point would be, yeah, you can help me with something. How much is anything in your shop? If you haven't written it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I, so I guess I... for a menu, what's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So, But I guess I understand them. So what I've written is um, uh, additional purchases on video games on your phone. Oh. So like, I, I like passing the time on a long travel with a, with a game. Um, I remember for a while I was playing Plants vs. Zombies right. on, on my um, phone. Um, some people might think that's a weird thing for like adults to do, your little video game phones. But... They pass the time. But I think if you then, some of like the additional options where you can buy this energy pack and this and you can buy things and it might be like a pound or two pounds, you'd be like, yeah, sure, you're bored on a train journey. If that's going to alleviate your boredom because you're playing a game, that's worthwhile. But it'd be like 50 pounds for like, hundred gems or whatever, then let you buy stuff. But when that's, like one that's gem crazy. costs ten pounds, that's a good deal. Oh yeah, it's a good I deal. And I need to believe this. <laughs> oh really? But yeah, I You're just, absolutely right. I it's, just think it's, not, it's a scam. Free games yeah. are not free. They're paid for by mugs like me. Yeah, yeah it's bad with like kids them. as well because your, yeah, your kid you will like, be playing some on. game. And you think, oh, this is great. Like this is like peace and quiet. And then it's almost like a hostage negotiation because it's like, oh, yeah, five quid to keep the kid quiet for a bit longer mm. and like the purchases start coming in and you're like, yeah. I've just, I've just put a firm line down that I'm not doing it because I know if I open that door, it's going to be, yeah. oh, it's just a pound here. It's just a pound here. It's just a pound here. And it will be like one car journey. will <laughs> yeah, yeah. for like 50 quid with just like, it's and a they terrifying know patience as well, isn't it? Yeah. I, that's why I'm like, Oh, I could wait 24 hours for this village hall to be built in my dino village or, <laughs> For yeah. 60 pence, it can be done now. I can start incubating. I'm, I can have a new dinosaur by tomorrow. I spent about six, I lost, lost, spent, lost about six months of my life to this game called Tiny Village, yeah. where I was waking up in the night to collect villager taxes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
2 a.m. Need a week. I'll collect the tax. The taxes. Great. I was like, this has to end. That's just. This. I was in such you a, just got a job. relationship with Tiny Village. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I did a similar thing. I downloaded a game because I was like bored. I was on a long journey. This like thing called Whiteout Survival. But then come back from like where I was, and it was just kind of bored and sat in my bed, and I was like, just kind of playing it for like an hour or something. And it's going, I have to delete this. Well, I was wasting an hour of my life. Um, they, they All games are so addictive. You're absolutely right. We need to be stopped. People like me, weak-willed people. <laughs> yeah, but it's not your fault. It's the fault of the game, not just making a game. Just charge people for the game. Right, so what's the worst you've ever been ripped off? Okay, so I think the Zima Dental Pod. I bought a, um, <laughs> a dental pod. Got a, a mouth guard that I wear. Because um, dentists told me I, I'm like I grind my teeth, so I have to wear this mouth guard when I go to sleep. And because I'd searched like um, the mouth guard stuff online, all of my targeted advert adverts were like, "Are your teeth fucked? What about this thing that helps your shit teeth? Like, um, <laughs> what about this toothpaste? Sensitive toothpaste? Like anything to do with teeth?" One of them was the Zima Dental Pod, right? And um, I think it's something like fifty quid, maybe a little bit more. But it's just like pod, you put water in it, you put this little disinfectant thing in, and then it's supposed to clean your um, mouth guard with the power of ultrasonic. So on the video, the mouth guard goes in and the water is like pulsing like crazy. It's like, and um, you see all the dirt just like separate from the mouth guard. It's going like, fucking hell, I can't deal with this ultrasonic stuff. So I got mine and put my stuff in. And you turn it on and the water's like, you can see it buzzing like a little bit. And then took it out and washed it. I'm like, that maybe looks a tiny bit cleaner, like if you just put it in water or just brushed it or whatever. So um, I think I've used it like three times. I'm just like, why have I bought that dental <laughs> pod? Um, so I think I'm going to throw it in the bin. It's not, ma- it's not making it over to the new flat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought, I'm going to have the cleanest mouth guard. It's going to feel refreshed every night. But I don't believe in ultrasonic waves. I can't see them. And I don't know if they're cleaning my mouth guard. You need to review it. You need to... To, well, you are technically reviewing yeah. it now. We'll be cutting this. I'll be yeah. tagging them in. I was like, what have you got to say to yourself, Zima? Yeah, and I'm too lazy to like email them and be like, yeah, mine's barely working. I'm like, okay, well, do you want to send that one back and we'll send you another one? I'm like, nah, oh, absolutely. just oh, send me no, another one. No. I'm not going to the post office so I can post you your shit one back. What are you going to do with it? I'm not going to use it. It's shit. I don't want to do that. I hate I had to put, talking about printers again, I had to send my printer to the, um, like, scrapyard because you can't just put it in a bin. So I just had to walk my printer to its, like, grave, basically. Um, walk it over and then slam it in. sad face on it. Yeah. I'm in control now. <laughs> it's time, Paul. Mm. Are you ready? Mm. For the quick fire rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I have to guess the exact oh, price. You, wow. Well, first, you're starting with guessing the rules of the game, and I love that. That's the energy I want. Well, I think yep. you've got, That's you've, how much guessing I'm doing. You've, yeah, got I mean, the, you've, you've got a hand on this. I'll guess anything. Your middle name's Martin. Your middle name's Joanne. Jane, not, not far. far off. Not no, really, yeah. Chris. I mean, it's yeah. like a Chris generic man name. Yeah, Chris Martin yeah, I as think well, I had Coldplay in my head. It's notoriously the slow fire round. Yeah. So yes, as you suspected, I'm going to give you an item. You're going to play against Paul. Yeah. And the person with the closest guest gets the point. Right. Lot number one, an acre of land on the moon. Slightly ironic that this is listed as part of Virgin Experiences, despite containing absolutely mm. no experience whatsoever. How much does it cost to own an acre of the moon 
officially. Yeah, I'm going in hard on this yeah. being zero because no one's allowed to own the moon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, le- legally, that if, if right. the moon was populated, you can't go, oh, who's built a house on yeah, my Baker moonland? Yeah, similarly, Antarctic, if it was like a patch yeah. of Antarctic territory, there is a treaty that specifically was drawn up to govern this, and that treaty states that it cannot be purchased by any individual or, or government. So I'm mm-hmm. going... Zero, and if it's happening, I want to report this to the UN. Well, I'm, so I'm going quite hard. That's quite hard first that bit. That is pretty hard, well, yeah. Um, I'm going to, as much as I agree with the sentiment, I'm going to say that they are selling it for £50 and that it's... He wants it, the point. It is just bull- <laughs> bullshit, but... Um, that's probably a more sensible guess. If you just want to win the game, that's a I've better gotta, guess. I've got to win this. Do you want to give us... All right, I will give, I'll give a 30 quid as well, just to put it into the game, but... It's you. Twenty-five pounds for the moon. Twenty-five pounds. What for, a bargain! For an acre. What a bargain! Really? Well, Paul, oh, I'm, I'm, li- I'm livid. I have, I have a lot of follow-up. Choose what acre you get. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Next item: the Tom Ford fucking fabulous scented candle. Tom Ford describes his own candle as fabulous as a decadent oriental leather with an intoxicating grip. It evokes the private exchanges where fantasies come true. It's undeniably the most straightforward name. Such a beautiful scent. What a prick. What, what a wanker. So it's a guy, there is a guy called Tom Ford and he's yeah, made a candle yeah. smells of him. Yeah. That's no, that smells fucking fabulous. He's not been clear on whether or not he thinks he smells oh, fucking fabulous. Okay. Presumably unless he's rolled in the candle wax before he put it together. It's definitely one we wouldn't be able to get a price for if we went into a shop, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what size it is? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's quite a relevant question. I mean, it what we picture like, those like Joe Malone candles question. are quite a like say, usually like forty quid. But if you get one of the big ones, yeah, yeah that actually lasts. It's a, like the Olympic yeah. torch. I would say like ninety pounds. Right. Okay. So you're willing to go for it without any sight of candle? All right. I'm Love gonna. I'll you. go two hundred pounds. All right. Uh, point I Ian. Think it could be. Oh, really? Yeah. A hundred nine pounds. Oh, you're bang on for a candle of indeterminate Not size. <laughs> <laughs> You don't get to know. Wow. If you have to ask, it's not yeah. for you. It's yeah, not for yeah. you. If you have to ask whether it's arrived in your house or not, it's not for yeah. you. <laughs> it's just yeah. a feeling. <laughs> that, yeah. What a what a disgusting world we live in. Yeah. I know so it's supposed to be an upbeat podcast, but um I don't know if you ever said that. i I'm trying to buy a rug <laughs> <laughs> for the same price as a candle. But do you know what else you need in your home? What any good home needs? And that is a smart urine tester. A needle contraption that hangs from the rim of your toilet, scans your wee, and sends analysis to your smartphone. Sounds like a grass to me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. What is that? It's like, yeah. like, I mean, are they definitely, is that confidential? Or are they just secretly drug testing well, everybody? You, certainly, yeah, you don't want to be a guest are. in that house, do you? No. <laughs> You'd have to disclose that, surely, wouldn't you? This you surely have to be like, look, I will learn what's in your urine, but um, I won't look at it. How was the visit? Oh, you know, John John and Sarah are great. Sarah's pregnant and John's back <laughs> yeah, on a coke. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a way to find out you're pregnant. Yeah, can you imagine? That? Yeah. I guess maybe that's what the value is. You like what you could bribe people mm. with. I mean I mean that's so, a lot of pregnancy tests saved if you were, you know. Yeah, yeah you get, get your friends around if the you're house. If you're trying or not. Like, yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I'm, a gender reveal party. It's a pregnancy reveal party. Yeah. Gather six of your friends. Um, One of you's wait, pregnant. So, Guess who? So what does it? It like always does this. Well, like it's I a guess one-off. Unless you switch it off. I mean, you got to think it's yeah. expensive. However dystopian it is, it's yeah. Be, I don't know. That? I think those are. I, like I reckon that's Zima Dental Pod levels. All right. Of expense. <laughs> that I'm, I reckon it'd be like sixty pounds because I reckon there's like nothing to it at all. I, I'm mm. I'm going. Home. Higher. I reckon it's a hundred. It is four hundred and sixty pounds fifty-seven, presumably because wow. it was in dollars. Because this doesn't feel like the kind of thing that the UK would do. So yeah. <laughs> this oh, is an American okay. product. Just go to your doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't if you're in the US. Maybe that's why. Oh. Uh, yeah, probably is cheaper yeah. than healthcare. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can uh, buy it from thisiswhyimbroke.com. Is it? No, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's... The guts of them just basically calling their website, what yeah. an unwise financial decision you're making. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's on, that's on your, your credit card statement so you can really feel ashamed at yeah. the end of the month. Like, wow. As you, as you wee into your smart urine test. <laughs> I... While your gum shield gets vibrated into cleanliness. <laughs> wow. So that no one feels good about that round, but you technically, Paul, are the winner, but the human race hasn't won, has it, when this is what we're that's using grim. for our money. Mm, that's really grim. So yeah, on that on that cheery note, if people have enjoyed this whimsical, fun little journey through your spending, mm. where can we find you, Ian? What, what are you up to? What are you doing with your life? So you, yeah, uh, Instagram is maybe the best place. Um, um, everything social wise, like slash Ian Smith comedy, and I'll have like a link tree there, um, with everything on. So I'm going on tour like January, February, March, I guess, with my Edinburgh show, and yeah, I think that's the main thing I'm up to really, like that people can come to. So um, yeah. I guess there's nothing urgent, no. but um, yeah, and come come to the tour if, you, if you'd like. Um, that that's the Very that's impressive. the big one. Nothing urgent. Yeah. Like listeners have to get to you within yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, just I wouldn't use this tour. as the forum for that. Like, say you had a fire or something, this mm. wouldn't be the way to plug that. Yeah, no. I'll be following exclusively for the uh, Trojan condom uh, unboxing. Yeah, obviously. yeah. So mm. uh, that is sadly the end of the show. I'm waiting yeah. for sad noises. I won't. No, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you two are kindred spirits. So uh, it's nice. You should, you should be friends outside of the podcast. I've decided. Yeah, I mean, I'd, li- I'd like that. But yeah. I think you've put us in an awkward position. And I, I also feel you're possibly slightly overstepping the confines of the podcast. Like I, you can't you- dictate. I'm not dictating, I'm suggesting. I'm interested in getting into the Mongolian football market. (laughs) I'm expecting to get there and see billboards with your face on. Thank you, Ian, for coming in. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it. uh, Say nice things in the comments and tell a friend, tell an enemy. We don't care as long as they listen. And if you didn't enjoy it, you have 30 days to return it to get a full refund. Terms and conditions apply. (laughs) 